Welcome to this moment, love. Today, we're going to talk about sacred spaces. We're going to talk about clarity of vision. We're going to talk about patience. So if you get down with that, then tune in. Tap in with me. Connect with yourself. And let's get into it. Here's the thing. How do yogis like us, who refuse to be bound by the health and wellness lies we hear every day, who are taking their happiness, inner peace, and wellness into their own hands, who seek the deeper truths of life, build a healthy lifestyle in a way that consistently lets us live our dreams, and that embodies true freedom from the inside out, all while remaining actionable and super simple? That's the big question. And the answer lies in this show. My name is Hortensia Campbell, but you can call me Tensi, your freedom lifestyle sister. Welcome to Yoga Lifestyle Secrets. Today, I have a few freedom bites for you. So a freedom bite is simply you know what i said it's a snapshot of truth it's a peek into a deeper understanding as i've come to know it so that you can take that flip that integrate that as you are called in your spirit so you know you can learn from whatever mistakes that i make you can thrive in your own way and we don't have to take like 50,000 minutes out of our day just to do this so I'm feeling real called to share with you this theme of sacred space and creating your own sacred space this is a part of the wellness toolkit that is often overlooked You know, whenever we come into a new practice or we're deepening a practice, a wellness practice specifically, that we already have for ourselves, it's it's like one of those unspoken elements of creating our own sacred spaces that happens effortlessly whenever we become really serious about that practice and it's not this whole elaborate thing that has to look a certain way you don't have to have a candle burning or or incense always popping off or uh, all these bright colors and the mandala and the and all the things and the, the charts and stuff and those things are beautiful and they are super helpful I'm not going front they are super helpful but you know, your the point is that your space, your sacred space is custom made for you. So if what you're called to is just having your journal near you, just having your yoga mat, just having a few of your favorite books that remind you of truth that is true always, that remind you to relax into your divine truths, to relax into that what I call divine relaxation then that's really all you need 
For example, my sacred space has evolved over time. It's had many different things in, in, in the sacred spaces. But some things that have stayed true is that there's always elements that remind me, point me back to my goals. They directly remind me of my goals. It's, it's either written out or it's visually depicted in, say, a vision board. My sacred space always entails some sort of symbols or words that point me back to a spiritual grounding. So books, in my case, where I read passages in the morning or just any time that I need like a reminder, a, a, a word, a clarity, a word of devotion is what I call it in my calendar. <laughs> but um, it's just reminders and symbols in that way that keep me rooted in what my vision is, what I'm here to stand for in this life and truths that don't often get talked about in you know a family function or or work or not often just in the regular course of life unless you're gifted enough to to have the the family structure that has supported this sort of exploration without the the shame and the guilt and all the other stuff so having your sacred space filled with things that remind you to be more healthy that remind you to focus on what you do truly want your vision of freedom that remind you to ground yourself spiritually in truths that don't fade with the next season that don't change dependent on you know, uh, a mood or a different state of mind, but just remind you of what you need to be reminded of, simply. So, in the Ultimate Checklist, the 117 Effective Yoga Tips book, of course, we, sh we share simple tweaks that help you boost your practice, but I, I, this today specifically speaks to phase two. And phase two is all about the external setting because while it is super important to work on that mind, mental mastery, transforming those limiting beliefs that hold us back and put up the roadblocks, oftentimes our environment plays such a big role in our level of ease in being able to actually execute on these changes and integrate the things that we need to in our lifestyle so that we are able to live the life that we want to live, live the life that we love, live the life that lights us up inside and just allows us to be free. So phase two is all about that. So if you already have the ultimate checklist, the 117 Effective Yoga Tips book, then definitely take a moment to sit with it, to journal with it, just scribble some stuff down in the notes section, draw pictures, do whatever you're called to, to help you fully integrate this stuff. Sound good? Cool. Alright, so if you're curious about where to get a copy 
if you don't already have one. You can get it from Amazon for 37 bucks, or you could get it from our website for free. You just cover the shipping and we pay for the rest. So I just wanted to let you know that's out there. There's tools already in place to help support this step of the journey. Okay, so now that we've covered that, let's get into some juicy juice. And what kind of juicy juice we got? Well, I'm gonna share it with you, okay. So this is a book that I've been reading. It's it's actually a series. It's like a book series. It's like six different volumes. The first three volumes are juicy juice. And then the next three, I have no idea. I haven't even started to read the next three because um, I'm not there yet. So <laughs> it's the life and teaching of the masters of the Far East. Now, disclaimer, one book may not be for everybody, but I feel like there's some truths in this specific passage that just go so beyond the differences of preference, like in terms of what our specific personalities prefer and truth, like it just bridges so many gaps. And just, I intend for this specific passage to bring forth clarity, to bring forth, you know, a connecting of dots, just like in our morning meditations on Friday, just connecting the dots between what you're experiencing in this moment today, in your life, in this stage of your life, and also something bigger than that, something more essential to your nature, something more foundational, back, coming back to the root. Why we're here, why are, why are we here? Who am I? All these things. So let's dive right in. The Muni began by saying, There are but two events in the world. That which was in existence before consciousness began to assert itself is now and ever shall be. And the things that humanity has thought and will think about. That which was before consciousness began is eternal. That which humanity thinks is changeable and inconstant. That which was before consciousness began is truth. That which humanity thinks is truth is truth to them. When the law of truth comes to consciousness, it will erase all that humanity has ever thought erroneously. As the centuries roll on and push back the material veil by the process of evolution, thoughts come through the mind of humanity that revert back to truth, or as we call it, the original cosmic fact. And these thoughts fill the memory of the past. 
faced with the facts of the present and overshadowed by prophecies of the future stand out definitely upon the path of the whole evolving race consciousness. Thus, the race is called back again and again to the original existing principle. By this return and repetition, humanity is shown that creation is eternal, the same with all mankind. But mankind's creatures are always changing and they are under a manifestation of law called action and reaction. When human beings have gone far enough in their creation of creatures, the great absolute law of truth takes a hand in bringing them face to face with the original plan. Thus, we see that cosmic law never allows life to run too far in a tangent. This law is always polarized in equalization, balance, and harmony. Despite idols or creeds, it will crowd mankind on into complete union with absolute realities. All things that are not in perfect accord and union with actual existing cosmic fact must erase themselves when the absolute law of truth holds sway in the human consciousness. The thoughts of humanity are always so formed as to release their imperfect creations that are only born of half-truths when truth arrives. Cosmic absolute law must be fully satisfied thinking, speaking, or acting the law of reality is bound eventually to lead humanity into law or reality itself. The ancients tell us that every tree that the Heavenly Father has not planted within you will be uprooted. Let them alone, blind leaders of the blind. If the blind always lead the blind, shall they not fall into the same ditch? The cycle is fast closing in which the blind of the whole race have led the blind into a welter of ignorance, superstition, and delusion created by those who believe as human beings think rather than that which is true and real. The civilization that has risen on the delusions and superstitions of the closing centuries is submerging itself in the welter. Through the pain and tragedy of their misappropriated creations, a new race, consciousness, has been conceived and is fast evolving. In fact, the door is opening wide for its new birth. There is no other course 
than to go on from one plane of consciousness to a higher and more advanced step in the actual cosmic path. The only condition forbidden in the vibration of the great cosmos is that quality of thought which allows the human race to become so solidly fixed in what it believes that if it clings desperately to its old delusions and will not let go, it can in no way come into the greater expanse of universal thought. Those thus absorbed in personal consciousness must go on through natural exhaustion of beliefs and experiences until they fail to go forward then of its own accord absolute law wields a progressive hand through disease pain and loss until the human is satisfied and turns to find the curse of a false idea within the idea itself. If a race or nation refuses to let go of things created by a portion of human thought instead of that which really exists, the law takes a hand in its progress by allowing the accumulated vibrations sent out by such a condition to reflect back upon itself through the light ray. Then with war, strife, discord, and death on every hand, that race or nation is wiped out in order that it may be placed again in a new uplift of creation. Thus, it can begin over again in a new contact with that which was before the beginning of human consciousness. Civilization today is fast approaching a great reconstructive moment. All things that seem so stable, well-founded now, will soon be immersed in a state of inversion. Every tree that has not been planted by truth will be uprooted. There is approaching a complete cosmic overthrow of the present social, political, financial, and religious institutions that will make room for the placing of a new era in order that humanity may come in closer touch with that which is and was established before the present human consciousness submerged and set it aside. Truth waits on with attentive, loving, and radiant 
beneficence until man will see that he can embrace and become the consciousness that which has always existed. Humanity is taking a step forward from the cradle stories of the former generation and their creations are no longer of any avail to the arisen individuality and spiritual discernment of the consciousness of the generation that is fast approaching. Delusions, traditions, and superstitions are nearing the end. It is also true of the civilization which they established. The old idols are good enough for the infantile consciousness that is nearing an impasse. Their delusion has caused their undoing as they are proved to be only cradle stories woven by a mastercraft priesthood and preceptor to lull into false sleep the crying infants of an evolving race. Those who saw further afield did not cry and thus were not lulled to sleep. Most of them saw that the cradle stories were not true and many stepped boldly forth to erase the untruth as they saw directly through to the absolute that which has always existed and which has always been seen and known and contacted directly by a portion of mankind. From this portion there will arise a new and more vitalizing consciousness, fully awake and ready to erase the idols that man has set up for his fellow man to follow and make room for the new ideals which are as old as creation's dawn. These will demand of those who teach, lead, and inspire the race consciousness that they shall do it from a plane of actual living contact so high that there can be no mistake or contradiction and on a plane of interpretation that is so simple that it cannot be misunderstood. The awakening tiger of higher intelligence and spirituality will refuse to sleep again as it is already ravished with the fragments of the past and disappointed with the torture of misplaced confidence. It will demand a stronger and more vital thought with instruction based upon truth itself.
Whenever a people or nation think of God as absolute, that people or nation is God. For God is established unto them as they love, worship, and reverence that ideal. They do become God. In the fullness of time, they have reached their heritage, that which was first and is established in spirit. Whenever an individual thinks of God, he is God. God is established unto him. Breathe life into humanity. It means the same, God. In this greater understanding of cosmic revelation, men find God the same as God was before human consciousness began to manifest. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Man sees God as cosmic spirit pervading everything. Then, with the subtleties of mind through his thought, he does not hesitate to review the fundamentals that have placed him where he is and made him that which he is. Thus, he is again one with his sources. He knows that this source is the ever silent side of his God mind linked consciously in thought and algamated with infinite mind. This new race understands that through sun and shadow, without the bitterness, the soul's true quest for love and true peace is the truth of God and man. This race does not hesitate to strip the swaddling clothes of delusion from the whole human race. The gaunt specter, which for ages has bound the feet of the weak and doubting ego man, through his ignorance will be completely erased. He finds he has erased his every limitation through his true selfhood, completely arisen. He has raised himself from man to God-man, to God. Bless. This passage reminds me of how simple truth is, how simple life is, and 
that no matter how, what path you found yourself walking in life, you always get pointed back to the same route again and again, eventually. <laughs> and what sticks is meant for you in that perfect timing. So as you go about your day, as you go about your week, pour some extra love on yourself. Forgiveness is a key, paired with that clarity of vision. Know that your patience, true patience, not passivity or waiting, but patience always pays off. Let this be a reminder for presence, a reminder of divine purpose, a symbol of greater understanding and capacity, a reminder that slow and steady wins the race overall, a reminder that your highest ideal is here for you, a reminder of harmony, a reminder of balance, a reminder of justice, truth, peace, compassion, gratitude. A reminder that you are, that I am, that you are that I am, that you are that timeless source in truth, that all is well. In truth, that all is one whole, power, peace, wellness, eternal life, Ankh, Uja, Sineb, unconditional love, always, in all ways. Thanks so much for being here with me today. If you enjoyed this episode of Yoga Lifestyle Secrets, then please share it with your friends by using the social media buttons you see on the page. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes to get automatic episode updates of the podcast. And please take a minute to leave us an honest review and rating on iTunes. They really help us out when it comes to the rating of the show. And I make it a point to read every single one of the reviews we get. Oh, and finally, if you want some one-on-one -on -one time for us to show you exactly how to get into a comfortable flow with lifestyle transformation, where your consistency is not dependent on your fear, and start creating practical, sustainable, healthy habits that fit who you are, then please schedule your free strategy call right now at ufuluchow.com. And that's U-F-U-L-U-C-H-I-L-D.com. And remember, you're already on the path. Thanks so much for listening. Sending unconditional love always in all ways.